Hey, hey, Rambo. Hello. How's it going? Going good. Mini heat wave. <laughs> looks, this is a blindingly bright light coming over your shoulder. It looks like yeah. the. No, no, it's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to close it. No, no, no. It just. I'm not used to seeing the sun <laughs> in London. <laughs> so, how's it going? You guys are in the middle of a heat wave as yeah, well. Yeah, well, it's yeah. they say heat wave. It was just sunny today, and they're saying it's just going to get hotter all week. So. Nice change, probably a week of summer over here. Is that unusual? Is it is it unusual this time of year or no, it's that's growing up it used to go right the way through June, July, August, all the way through. We we have these holidays, the six weeks holidays where you're like, when you're off school. Yeah, it's just like summer. So hot all the time. And that it's like it's not like that anymore. I remember one year they gave us a a hose pipe ban. So you weren't allowed to use your hose oh, pipes because it was that hot. You couldn't like water your lawn. You couldn't wash off <laughs> yeah. your car. You couldn't do anything with a hose pipe. Ooh, water restrictions. Yes. <laughs> that's psychological. That's a psychological little little tool right there. Just when you're thinking about water the most, they take it away, take your use away. So you're interacting with it. remember as a kid, it, in this time, these times, it was just hot all the way through, and mm-hmm. especially when you broke up from school. So August, I don't remember an August where it was really hot now. A long Ooh. time. Do you think that the the timing has has switched, has been adjusted, yeah, it's has kind been manipulated? Of starts like earlier sooner? now, I yes. feel, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. So someone brought this up. Hilly brought this up at the Vibe Tribe in Austin, and she said, she, she was like, remember when, not that long ago, this year, I believe, they said the zodiacs were to be adjusted. All of the zodiac signs, they were like going, shifting Back a month, so if you were an Aries, you're now a, a oh, Aries yeah. or whatever, like whatever you, you know, you, you shift one. back. So, what, what, well, I think that so if you kind of think about the the dial of the <laughs> of all the zodiac, you know, turning backwards one notch, and then now it's getting hotter sooner. It's almost as if the um, our whole weather system is tied to the Zodiac in that way. If the Zodiac did in fact shift, and this is not just a metaphorical conceptual, whatever, if what, if, if there is a Zodiac and it did shift, did that change the, like the earth, the sundial in relation to the earth? Did we clock back our timing, our calendar, our when things get hotter, when things get, when things bloom, when things blossom, you know, did we, did, did that get adjusted Something's as well? It's definitely changed there. And it's, it does feel hotter it is sooner. sunny, sometimes it's just not sunny, but it's just humid. You know, like, oh, maybe that's just Manchester, I don't know. That's that's an uncomfortable type of heat, in my opinion. If it's going to be a set temperature and that temperature is hot, I would much rather it be a dry hot, especially if I have to spend time outside, than a wet hot, than a humid hot. We're expecting the next few days to be really hot, Friday being the hottest. You know, we've talked about this so many times, but whether in relation to the behavior of a human public, it, it alters our behavior significantly. You know, when when certain weather events and phenomena take place, it's guaranteed that many humans are going to willfully make the same decisions and, and actions. That's as why I know. believe that there is such things like weather manipulation. And I, I definitely kind of, at one point I didn't think they could. And now I just feel like they must be able to, because it's like the best kind of two. If you can do that, you can have control everybody's moods, can't you? Do you know what I mean? Moods, actions, everything, behavior. Yeah, it's just, wow. It's really, really, really interesting. And they're calling it here, they're calling it like a dome. What are they calling it? Like a, I think it's like a snow globe and it does like shake it It does. <laughs> it does feel like a slow. Okay. <clears throat> what is a heat dome and how long do they last? Y'all, we are now living in the era of the heat dome. And if you look at, if you Google heat dome and look at what it looks like, obviously a dome over a portion of the, you know, the United States, this is the map I'm seeing, but it could be anywhere in the world, theoretically. It's such a, how does a, how does a heat travel in a perfect dome like that? Like what are the, what are the physics of that? And why in my, in my, all my years, why am I now just hearing about heat domes? Mm. You know, if the world's been around for ever and ever, you know, how are we just now hearing about heat domes? It feels very strange. Hmm. Have you ever done, have you ever looked at the sun? Have you ever, I have done a time where the sun set and I looked into the sun and I stared at it, it kind of hurt my eyes for a bit. And then I kind of adjusted, they call it sun gazing, don't they? Yeah. And 
I seen a disc and it was like a purpley disc spinning around the sun. I've spoken about it before and I've, there's other people that have seen it as well, apparently. I don't know if the bots or not, but when I type this in, there's other people that have also seen the disc spinning around the sun online. I love Reddit. looking at the sun. I Okay, so it's a real love-hate relationship for me. I've got an eye condition called photophobia. I've had it my whole life, but my parents didn't had no clue, even when I was always complaining about how bright everything was. I was like, I was like in so much pain as a child, but nobody in my family wore sunglasses. I didn't really understand what sunglasses were. And I, did, I had no idea that there was some sort of simple solution for my problem until I was like a teenager and I finally started wearing sunglasses religiously because I would have to, I would be crying outside and like, my, I would, I'd have to squint, I could only open with one eye. Every single childhood photo of me outside, I am squinting like mad and I only have one eye open. I'm, it's, that's the only way, I just, it was so painful. And one eye has, has it more significantly than the, other, and the other. So yeah, my left eye, my left eye has a, f- a far more photophobia. So my right eye can like be the one that takes, takes the sacrifice, but it's still very uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's just solved by wearing like, you know, polarized sunglasses and that, that oh my gosh. But I lo- okay, so that said, there is a period of time called low angle sun, low elevation sun, where it is golden hour, essentially the first hour of the day from sunrise on, and then the last hour of the day until sun sets past the horizon is what we call golden hour. And I find that that temperature of the sun, which is measured in Kelvin, the temperature of the sun, or the temperature of any light, um, is measured in a, a scale called Kelvins. And it ha- and the sun at certain times have, has different types of frequencies. When it's high, 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 high up in the sky, the sun is a blinding blue. It's giving off blue light. We don't realize that. We think it always looks yellow or whatever, sun color. Well, I was about to talk about that then. Ooh. Look, that, uh, is the sun changing color? Well, throughout the day, for sure. Throughout the day it or is because, is you know, all Because I only see a white light every time now. It's kind of used to be like orange and stuff. Now it's just always white. I'll see a big yellow, a big orange sun in that, yeah, in that magical hour, uh, Golden hour. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely see. It's definitely different for me <clears throat> visually. The sun looks visually different for me for sure at golden hour. But then every other time it's just like white. Yeah. Or like whatever, you know, it's just that ball of light, that kind of in, in, in dis, nondescript ball of light in the sun. But like you said, when I stare at it in the low angle, that's the only time I can really let my eyes go towards it is when it's low in the sky and the temperature is such that it doesn't burn my retina. I I also see a magnificent array of colors around it, around the book, which in you know, and then when you close your eyes, you have that negative burn, that that burn in, visual burn in of the you know, if you were looking directly at the sun, it would be kind of like a an orb, and you know, if you moved your head, the orb would kind of be tracing in that light pattern. Um, it's pretty cool. We um, the sun. I talked with my Maria about the double sun. Honestly, I've seen like a spinning disc. That's what it kind of looked like to me. And I've I've seen it more than once as well. That's what's only on sunset, just at its lowest. That reminds me of the Truman Show when the star falls out of the sky. Or in the Westworld opener when they flash that sun-like disc. (laughs) When that disc is spinning in in the opening. uh, Oh, that's so cool. And that was representing the false sun shining onto Westworld. Ooh, you know... The sun is, we're told it's a ball, but it doesn't appear to be a ball in any way, shape, or form. And just like the moon, the moon appears to be a disc, like a flat, a flat disc, yeah. you know? A full moon, you see a flat disc, you, and they say, oh, it's just because it's shining bright, you can't see the depth or the whatevers. It's like, ah, we can see the depth of the craters, you know? We should be able to see the depth of the sphere. Same with the sun. Oh, well, it's so blindingly bright. I know, but may, I don't know. There's something about it. These, these like, they're just like light beams. They reminds me of the Truman Show and that, yeah, the star so out of the sky. Is it getting hotter as well? Because when we have a hot day now, it's like a really hot sunburned sun. Do you know what I mean? Like when it yes, is really sunburn. sun, it's like the yeah. sun's getting hotter. It's getting more you know? powerful in a way. Maybe it's getting more, it's getting, yeah, it's more intense, intense. And we're, we're, we're interpreting that intensity. Oh, here's a wild one. Yeah. Is the dome getting smaller? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Is the sky <gasps> falling? <laughs> Ooh, sky fall. Yes. Ooh. Yes. 
That makes so much sense. That's a, it's folding closer. If it is like a planetarium style dome. Yeah, Skyfall. Oh my gosh, when I go to work every day, when I do go into the studio, I pass this little art installation called Skyfall Park. <laughs> it's like, it's relatively new and it's... Well, always makes me think, but I never, it never made me think to this, but now I'm like, okay, that's why I pass it every day. Cause this is something we're supposed to come up on skyfall. It is like, it's it, if it was getting smaller, the dome, let's assume, let's just play a thought experiment. If the, if the dome, which is some sort of, um, glass that allows to be seen in and projected into, but from the inside, we're unable to see out kind of like a you know, one of those mirrors in a, like in the you know in the te detective shows where the two way mirror, two way mirror, um, and then if it was getting smaller and smaller, and the light source was continuing to be on the exterior, but getting closer and closer and closer, the light by definition would be getting more intense, therefore hotter to the subject, us. Interesting. Mm. The Simpsons had a dome episode, didn't they? Didn't they have a that whole thing the about movie. the dome? Oh, the movie. That movie. That's yeah. what I mean. It's there. It's I, mm. I, I, enough things come from there. Why would they make a movie about that? I don't know if you've ever seen that um, little series, the Under the Dome. Oh, that, that was a Stephen King something, right? Oh my and god! And this whole town get trapped under a dome, and I, I didn't, I didn't watch it to the end. Under but the I dome, the first it was a series. novel. Yeah, it was originally a book by Stephen King, and then they made it into a series. Yeah, TV series. Interesting. Under the dome. There's something about that Rambo. When did you first start thinking about that? When did you first start thinking about? about like a, a, an impassable barrier, invisible, but, but physical surrounding us. When did that become something? It was kind of when the space thing, when I started to see that there was no NASA, do you know what I mean? Was that it was kind of, and obviously you knew that from the moon landing, but it's when you really look at the videos and you see it's all chaotic, that's when you start to think, what is it? And yeah. I'm starting to think of it's maybe, there's maybe there is an outside like the, like the Simpsons movie where there is a way to the other side of the dome and we're just living under do you know what I mean like and it's yeah. way bigger than we think as well that sort of, oh like we've goodness. always said we said before you can't go wherever you want anyway do you know you can't go on holiday you can only go where you're allowed to go do you know what I mean like you can't yeah. just go somewhere wherever you want you can't get in your plane and just fly somewhere do you know you can't yep that or is buy a so ticket. It, yeah, you're right, because every, you're right. Every train station you could go to and get a ticket to anywhere you please, any airport you could go to and get a ticket to anywhere you please, you can only go certain places. And you only have absolutely, where you can buy a ticket. And you have absolutely no, once you're up in the air, you have absolutely no idea what flight path you're actually following. And you have you have no like recollection of all the other places or no ability to recognize all the, the a million different op just, options for direction. Yeah, I just think of that Grand Theft Auto map where it's kind of blacked out and as you go further into it, the light comes onto it and yes. we're just in a little bit that we haven't opened up the other towns yet and stuff, you know, <laughs> the other maps. We haven't uh. unlocked the other maps and that's how it kind of feels to me. Brilliant. Brilliant. It's, that's exactly what it is. We really do. We, we really, really do render as we go. We render as we go. We are rendering that game theft auto, grand theft auto. Yeah, that's how it kind of feels. But when you look at the sky, I also see a shape to it as well. Maybe that I'm subconsciously seeing that there is a dome, but I know. But it, when I look up, I see a shape to the sky and it looks have I told you my thing about shapes. looking at the sky upside down? Have I told you my, where, you, where you need like a big open sky, like a you need to be like in a park? Uh, have I told you about this? Where okay, Not um, sure. well I ha, it's I don't know if it's a sensation singular to me. I've told many people about it, but I don't know if people do it because it kind of sounds crazy. But when I look at the sky from upside down, and what I mean by this is when I am when I'm in like the middle of an area, like a, a big park, and I can see the 
I can see the full sky. You know, I'm not, it's not like in the middle of buildings where you can't see a lot of the sky. Like, there's a big amount of sky. There's a big amount of sky, and it doesn't have to necessarily touch the ground. The sky and the ground don't have to meet. You can have tree line or whatever, but you kind of want to be in an, in an open space. Whenever I turn upside down, the sky goes from appearing like a perfect circular dome, for lack of a better word, uh, you know, coming up and around us to a point, you know, in a per perfect perfectness. And, sky, and clouds just kind of moving on into obscurity, uh, just every which way, every which direction with no real pattern or whatever. So whenever, I, that's how we look, when, look at the sky. But whenever I look at it upside down, I see four distinct corners and I see the clouds curving in those corners. So you, I'm looking around, it's like normal, 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 curve. Normal, 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 curve, normal, and, and, and it's like, and then I look back up and the clouds just look like regular, like they're not curving at all. They're just, so it's like they're curving to create this endless pattern scene around us. Reminds me of Squid Game. Distractions, like just looking at the clouds. But it reminds me of Squid Game, the shape of it, because they would go, they would play that um, that go game, that you know, really horrific game where they get shot. And anyway, I didn't, I, I didn't get past like the first two episodes, so I tried to like block that out. It's a square box. It is square box. And all this stuff. Yes, yeah. and if you kind of squint, it does give the appearance of an endless, ma endless, endlessly mapping sky, um, endl endless, endlessly, endless sky around us, perfect in every direction. But when I look, and that's you know, that's normal. And then when I look upside down, it's pinched. It's pinched at four corners. It's, that's the thing though not everyone's looking at I just recently did a tweet did you ever just like sit back and just watch everyone go by like I'm like looking at stuff mm. like the moon the sky and stuff just thinking what it is and everyone's just rushing about just don't care about anything do you know what I mean I just sit back and watch that sometimes Ooh, watching before, the hustle and bustle just people watching yes just watching everyone's lives just like where the old where are they all running to? Do you know, like, what's the... People watching might be my favorite hobby. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I love it. I do it. I love to observe people. Oh, and I did see your tweet, and it was it was about, like, where's everybody going, right? You said the people were That's rushing. Everyone, what's the rush? Everyone's just, yeah. Everyone just sees that dead impatient nowadays, you know? Yeah. Everyone's just rushing around everywhere, and that's what I mean by it. It's like, you have to watch, I just watch people just rushing everywhere and barging past everyone and shouting at other people, you know? in a rush mm -hmm. to everywhere they need to go rather than just like yeah what's the rush chilling. you know i have a theory that time is is manipulated and influenced by our perception and or not our perception but our relationship to it emotionally and what i mean by that is when you're rushing around all the time if you find yourself always in a rush I think that you're actually constricting t time for yourself. I think that it's oh, almost like making a, time speed up. That's why it feels making time faster. speed up. Yeah, well, and it, it, right, gobbling up your time. But if you, I think it goes to the law of abundance, like this theory of abundance. But that's the opposite of it. Like the the, the the idea that you are always running out of time and you don't have enough time and you need to hurry. I don't know. It's it's. I get oh, my favorite one better. as well. When you sat in traffic and you can see all the car roofs and you're thinking like, where are all these people going? Like, you know, I'm obviously like different radio stations on, just yeah. going everywhere, all going different. I, that's the kind of stuff I think about while right. I sat there in traffic and stuff, you know. If you take off everybody's car rooftops yeah, and where, like just where, look at everybody, there'd be yeah, so where many. where they all going, what they doing, what, what, what music, what they're listening to. Do you know what Individual universes, countless, a sea of them, mm. and nobody is really aware of anybody else's universe even though it's just their own in the car with the music on and yeah. or on the phone or whatever it may be yeah oh you know what that reminds me of car hypnosis where you will be put into a state of cognitive default and go into a deeper thinking mode and it's essentially like driving and all of a sudden you leave you leave point a you drive you arrive to point b but you arrive at point B going, how the heck did I get here? Mm. I don't remember driving. I, got I don't even remember driving. Yeah, it's a form of autopilot. I've never experienced it. I've never experienced it fully. Like I've never gone from point A 
and then gone to point B and be like, how'd I get here? I've never, I don't think I've experienced that, but I have experienced times on long drives where all of a sudden I'm just a lot farther and I was kind of in my head. You know, I was, I was so on autopilot that my visual uh, scene was not necessarily the road, even though my eyes were open looking at the road, but I had gone so far into like a daydream essentially or pondering or a thought process that I was essentially somewhere else. My mind was totally somewhere else and visually in my mind, I was actually kind of there even though I was still processing the scene subconsciously. And so if anything were to dart into my perceptional view, like slow down traffic or whatever, I would have been able to snap back out. But it's still a form of hypnosis. Like all of a sudden you're like, oh, whoa, back back to it. Like a deep, deep daydream. You know, it, um, we've all experienced it, but some people do it while driving. And I it's always kind of do puzzling. that. It's like yeah, I mean, it's, it's normal. Up and him, <laughs> I'm there. You know, but the stripe, there's so many things on the road, the road itself. Okay, think of the rumble. Think of the relaxation. I mean, people, babies drive around in cars because like a fussy baby, sometimes you take it for a drive at night. And because the rumble of the road has been proven to sometimes quiet or put to sleep a a, a baby that's on, on the verge but for whatever reason doesn't want to go, go down. So it's it's a it's a lulling sensation already with the rumble. And then they've got the striping, which is those lines down the center and passing those constant striping. I mean, that's think about like a hypnosis with the little clock watch, you know, going pendulum swinging in front of your eyes, like that pat, that that constant repetitive lining is hypnotic, is a hypnotic sensation. It's almost as if they want us to I never to thought go. of that, but I think it is, isn't it, really? When yeah. you, yeah. Like, that's how you zone out. You know? Yeah. Have you <laughs> ever actually been hypnotized? Like someone no. hypnotized you? Uh-uh, uh-uh. I, I'd like to try that. I've seen it. I've seen I've had it a go in the at, audience. I've had a go, yeah. I've had a go at one of them and it didn't do anything. I was just like, nah. I, I don't, I, I was going to say, I don't think, that I could picture you being hypnotizable in that way, you know? I, I can't really picture you being on stage doing the ch- chicken dance and all that stuff. I, wanted, I see you, like, yeah, looking at everybody going, like, what the fuck, you guys? I know someone that went to one, yeah. a proper one, and they said, oh, I was fully hypnotized and everything, and it's like... You know, some people say you know, it's the only thing in the world, hypnotization, that can cure them from certain... Uh, behavior patterns, smoking being yeah, one smoking. Of I know people who've yeah. had it done off smoking and said it's worked and stuff, but isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? That's crazy. Hmm. You know, I'm not gonna poo poo, I'm not gonna say no. You know, I I'd like I, to try I, it off yeah. a proper one, not just to like a random guy in a pub, right? Not some, <laughs> not some like mass audience, just sideshow sort of situation. It wasn't like a mass audience, you just like took a couple of us and done it, and it was just like. Mm, no, and then he yeah, sent you out I'm the sure room there's again, private, you know? private hypnotists that do it in a way where it's... The smoking one's all over yeah. the show, but maybe I'll try one just to see. Just Maybe you just, can go to the smoking uh, one and be like, I'm not here for smoking. I'm just here for general. <laughs> just yeah. here for general hypnosis. I just or I could try smoking one. I could just like try it and just see if I feel like any... Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That no, would be like, interesting. That would be interesting would. if... because. A lot of these people who go for it just smoking, they really are seeking that. They want that badly. They want that outcome badly. That's specifically what they're going for. But if you go and that's just like an, kind of like a, a happy, unexpected outcome, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, now, now I no longer am going to crave it. Okay, good. But it's not like you really were seeking that out. I wonder if that has a different um, outcome is kind of our perception going in too. I don't know. It's so interesting hypnosis oh if anybody has an experience with being hypnotized personally let us know let us know i would love to hear a personal experiences about that whether it was something that was a private one that you sought out and it was done and i would love to i would love to hear how it's done like what the room's like or if it's one of those larger ones that's like on stage i went to one i was in the audience at one um, during college freshman orientation. And that was like a thing that was on, you know, part of these little get to, you know, these get togethers and these, or these welcoming situate, you know, anyway, they, tr- they try to do some fun stuff. And one of them was a hypnotist and people were just acting like fools on stage. And I was like, how much of this is just them wanting attention and like making a name for themselves on, on, on like the first week of yeah, school? You know what I, I mean? I think some of them just playing, playing a part of it. That's Kinda the feeling like I got that. when I went to it. Yeah. yeah. Then, like you say, there's people like standing on chairs and doing all sorts of stuff. Right. It was just a totally in the room different experience. To, you know, like, and right. I got that feeling from them, you know, like that it was all a bit of attention seeking. Right. 
which like, I think, look at, yeah. he's funny, he was hypnotized, you know, something, I don't know, I just got off. And they do really, they make them do like embarrassing stuff, you know, they make yeah, them yeah. always contort their bodies into weird ways, like stand on your foot and touching your, you know, whatever. And yeah. and then they make them act out like animalistic things, like now you're a chicken mm. and then you have to behave like a ch- chicken on stage, like clucking around like a maniac and some, there's a, yeah, you know, that kind of goes to these... <laughs> Totally different subject, but Hollywood like uh, shaming rituals. These these uh, haze. It seems like a, a form of hazing in Hollywood, where people l- get exposed for these horrifically embarrassing things. But is it all just for show? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, like the like the Johnny Depp thing. Yes. Like, how, like, horrifically, gruesomely embarrassing. A fantastic actor. They're pretty much just telling you telling oh, you everything. He's a fantastic actor. That's how she ended her little her little speech on the Today Show today. Of course, he is. It was a good. He's a great actor. <laughs> captured everyone. You, you know, notice that every picture, me, every picture of him from the trial looked like a man in a mask and a slightly different. Look, someone like someone completely different to like. It did. It looked someone completely different. I can't believe. Then he done a Jack Sparrow voice. I seen that he was doing like this Jack Sparrow voice to people in the crowd. <laughs> Like shouting thank you and stuff, but it just felt like the whole thing felt rang hollow. It it did not ring true. Nothing about that case rang true. The whole thing was bad acting, and we just got sucked in. And you know what I have noticed is there's a whole lineup now of similar celebrity courtroom battles on the forefront. Brad and Angelina are about to go to in a similar civil trial case. So it's just basically, they're just like creating their own courtroom dramas. It's yeah, such it's, a ridiculous. It's like um, the Judge Rinder or whatever it's called. What are they called? Do you have one of those TV yes, programs? Yes, Judge Judy. It's like yeah. TV court. It, Rainbow, it is TV court. That's exactly, <laughs> it is. That's exactly, what, exactly it is. what it is. That ex- it's exactly. Oh, <laughs> Who was that woman you tagged me in just before that? <laughs> With Nancy Pelosi, that was funny. That it was oh. definitely a mask. <laughs> I know, I know. Who was that? Um, it's this one woman. She's a she's a, a politician. And I'm, let me pull her up. But yeah, her and I had to tag you because everybody in the comments was saying uh, that looks like a person in a mask. Hold on, let me get that pulled up. It was so. Uh, I went. Ooh, what's her name? Mad Maxine? No, uh, Maxine Waters. I can't remember. Maxine something. Um, yeah, let me see. Hold on, Maxine Waters. I'll cut this little thing out. Maxine Waters, <laughs> man, just trust yourself. Uh, yeah, Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi, and they are standing next to each other. Nancy looks horrific. Uh, their faces are glued on improperly. Maxine is frozen in time. She's not sure. Her eyes are wide open. She's not moving a muscle. Her eyes are fixed gaze for like 30 seconds. It's like she broke. Is there anyone saying that it's a glitch? I haven't looked. Well, that's the first thing that I thought. I didn't see glitch. I just saw mask. But that's what I thought. That's what it reminded me of. Remember when Al Roker? Remember when Al Roker was frozen on screen? And then there was one where I think Shaq was frozen on screen. There's there's a lot of. There's a lot of examples. And Nancy. Kind of looks like facial overlay technology, like the the uh, on Nancy Pelosi. Anyway, blah 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 blah. All the, whatever. Yeah, she whatever looked different. She looked like she wanted. I don't know. Just something did like seem her. different about her, but that did look like a person in a mask. That like, yeah. I think that was actually. I feel like sometimes they do use like the actor. Yeah, this the, looks. You know, I think this goes to definitely all of a comedy it. that. It goes to all of it. There's all these, there's so many different forms of, of, um, manipulation at play. There are, there are endless forms of manipulation and whether it's the CGI, you know, the, the, the practical in person or the, the digital for the screen experience, there's, there's, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah, where it's just like, I see, I posted one the other day on the Will Smith and Marty Laura talking about, he was in some interviews a few years back. Um, talking about Bad Boys 2 or, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the stunts and he was like oh Ooh, yeah did you girls stunts and then Will Smith says no we actually we use facial technology and I posted it on my Instagram story and, and that was even have to a be while Will's, ago was it yeah when was Bad it was Boys on a 2? morning radio show 2003 2003 and they're talking about facial overlay technology 
2003 was before 2003, Kim Kardashian as well. It, oh, was when was when Kardashian's sex tape. Oh came no, out. yeah, 2007. Wow, and it's a hop, skip, and a jump. 2003, Bad Boys 2 is a hop, skip, and a jump from 9/11 with CGI overlays on through broadcast through our airwaves via, and that was allowed by a company called. Jaleo, North America, who was responsible for switching all broadcast news into this new HD format. It's not HD of what we think now. <laughs> HD now is insane. But back then, this ability to, um, to broadcast this amount of information through TV, traditional TV outlets. So this is two, still 2001 when we're not talking about like our screens and stuff. That, uh, that capability was introduced not that long. I think it was implemented in 1999 or 2000, but right before 2001 is when that got going. And so 2001, we were ushered into the age of the CGI overlay, and then I guess Hollywood just... But I think it also existed you, before. Yeah, they used you know? it in that film, The Gladiator, Oliver yeah. Reed. I talked yeah. about that, posted that, and they used that. And they, I don't know whether they told us that though. oh yeah this one was just yeah. for live i'm sorry live broadcast jalea north america it was not was not it wasn't just like ability to do hd or you know or this type of technology it was just yeah. for live uh live hd <laughs> broadcast yeah theoretically quote unquote live because <laughs> before Over everything here. we got live was like super super res, low res anyway quick change of subjects here over <laughs> here the it's the grenfell tower do you know what that do you know what that is yes it's the anniversary of Tell everybody what it, it was a horrific tragedy five, five years ago, right? Same yeah. years as the Manchester bomb. Oh, double whammy. Oh, my God. That's 2017. And <sighs> randomly, this block of flats um, set on fire and the cladding set on fire. And it set the whole building on fire really fast. On the camera, it's really fast. It, but a building did burn down. There's a building there now. They right. left the burnt building up there. Right. With like some little cover on it or whatever, but but they said it was full of like illegal immigrants and like ten in the room and stuff. And the the, the this is what they're <clears> saying. I'm just trying to make this little link now. Out it was all about all oh, the immigrants and stuff. And then today today's the anniversary, and today is the first flight. They're making this other big thing in politics: a first flight to deport immigrants for checks in Rwanda. I just thought it was a bit of a, but it's a, they're making a big deal out of these, right. these, this flight that Boris has said, yeah, they're going to Rwanda to get checked out. They're not just staying here. So all the last few weeks, they've been showing us in the media, like guys on boats, like 10 people on boats all coming yeah. over the channel. Yep. And then now they're saying those people go to go to Rwanda instead of coming into England and just being let in. Now they have to, and everyone's going mad about that. Mm. And it just happens to be on the same day. That That's interesting. And it, they're both down. related to immigrants. Yeah. But when this flat burnt down, there was like videos uploaded to YouTube of stuff of like, I, I watched these videos myself yeah. of like these girls running up the stairs from the fire and standing on the roof and the fire brigade shouting up like, stay in your rooms, it's all safe and stuff, where they're trying to tell them that the building ain't going to engulf in flames in seconds so originally they say a fridge a fridge set on fire um in someone's house and set the whole block of flats on fire are refrigerators known for catching on fire <laughs> I, don't, I don't think like that but this the big thing was there was smoke in the hallway and the firemen was like go back upstairs go back upstairs and then then the whole building went up and then they changed all the cladding on like loads of flats, even around there, all the cladding on flats got changed to the different cladding. Interesting. The immigrant thing, I, I like that you brought that up first because I think that that is a cover. If, if the, you know, I like to put on the HV hat of nobody died, yeah. nobody got hurt. Actually, that's a, that's a phrase borrowed from... I don't believe anyone died in that. Uh, yeah, the immigrant, the immigrant thing makes it so nobody would have known them. Yeah. Well, I didn't know anybody in that tower. I didn't know anybody in that tower. Oh, it was and just you don't know the names when you, know, you read you the names. You don't know anybody with those names. Like right. if you look through like the names of the people, like 
you 100% don't know anybody. Right. It's a way. With those yeah. names. And it's if you look. Anonymous names and anonymous. And so those are just, they're ghosts. Fake faces. They're, they're ghosts. Yes. Check up anybody's faces on, from that Grenfell Tower and just look. Some of them are so fake. So if one's fake, why aren't they all fake? Right. Like some of them look ridiculously fake. Right. Like I done a post on this a while back, like probably I think it was like two anniversaries ago. And I, I took it down because I was just, I couldn't be bothered with the comments. I think I was busy and everyone was just like, hey, you're racist oh, and all that. It's nothing to do with that. I'm saying nobody. It's just like 9-11. But all those names, nobody knows. Nobody right. knows them. And then they had all these people coming forward who didn't even live in the flats um, claiming compensation and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Like, because he was saying, oh, I lived in that room illegally and I'm illegal. And it, they made a big thing about that. And all the stars got involved. That's where it red flag. Like they had like a rappers go and all this stuff go there. And then today they had Prince William and what she called Prince William and Kate yeah. at the scene of visiting people. Man, I just, you know, I had to Google, of course, the victims' faces. And I mean, <laughs> you're right. They all could be straight off this person does not exist.com. They're not even good. I, I recommend everyone going back and looking at the faces of the so-called terrorists, on, the 19 terrorists on 9-11. Look at those faces. Go back and look at those faces. Just stare, just look at them, examine them. They are so off. If it was just one, if, if it was just one person that looked wonky, I'd be like, okay, that guy just looks wonky. I, I feel sorry for him. But it's every single face is just not right. It, it looks like this, it gives you that heebie-jeebie vibes of all the faces from this person does not exist.com. Once you realize that these faces are not real, because like if you don't know that, the first couple, you'll look at it and be like, this looks like a regular face. That's just a regular guy. This is a face I would see on Facebook all the time. Like this, what's so special about this website? And then once you realize that, or, or told, you know, that they are fake, every single one of them, even the ones that you'd be like, what, that looks real. They're all fake. But once you get that, then they never look real again. Never. Yeah, so when you look at those victims, you get the same thing, but then they add to it Uncanny the family Valley. and the kids mm -hmm. and the background story, and then it's real. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, that and then they celebrate it over to... and over and over and over. Yeah, like they're doing yeah. now. It's and these really candlelight in. vigils and all the, the whole public comes up and mourns these people that they don't even know. And if you think that that sounds ridiculous, just think of all the people mourning anything and ever like... Ukraine. Think of all the people with Still Ukraine on, flags. Oh, I mean, it's crumbling. I've seen so many major blue checks and kind of major news people or, you know, big voices in this world begin to say, maybe they're not telling us the truth about Ukraine. <laughs> you know, it's like, hello. Uh, because all the pictures and videos coming out now, in this war-torn, besieged country, it, people are just frolicking, frolicking on the beach. And in the background is a magnificent city, a city that was supposed to be shelled. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, like yeah. it's just a holiday destination. Everyone <laughs> couldn't be more at ease and carefree. Yeah, footloose and fancy-free, for sure. It's um, it's a, it's a, it's a dichotomy. It's, a, I think, a bifurcation of the mind. You know, we're told one thing, and then we're... Sh well, we're told and shown one thing. We're told that it's like deep destruction, war, war torn, everything. You know, Ukraine has basically been decimated to, down to the studs. But then, then we are shown how it actually is, like accidentally. You know, we get a glimpse of how it actually is. And we're like, wait a second. I think for some people, they don't even, I don't even think they make a connection that there's like an irony there or that there's something that they, sh they should even think about. They, they just think, oh, well, it must be down the road. The destruction must be down the road. The war, the war just must be in a different. This must just be the place where the war hasn't happened yet. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think some people will see that, and it, it won't look like anything. They won't make any assumptions or prepositions or, or presumptions off that uh, off that photo. They won't be like, hey, isn't there? Shouldn't it be like wartime over there? Anywho, yeah. But Les showed us that again. Endless yeah, shout shoutouts to Les. Les showed us that back always. in March, April. Damn. On it. From and day one. What's it like now over there for like people? I know going back in time, but it's still a thing. 
people getting vaccinated or talking about being vaccinated? Is it just gone? It, it's weirdly, they keep trying to make us come back to fear on it. They tried it with the monkeypox, but nobody's taken it. Planting little seeds now. Yeah. Ready? I, it's not over. Well, I think what's going to happen is the next cold and flu season that comes around, they will have planted all those little seeds and we'll be like, <laughs> naturally, normally you. sick like we would. And then they'll be like, it's COVID. And we, I'm like, no, we, let me yeah, get my booster. We told you. But yeah. I do feel that. I I get the feeling that they could do another lockdown, whereas in like they could pull it off at this minute in time. But maybe they need to keep doing it until people just go. This is a high allergy year. This is you know, a high allergy take year. a few times till you go, actually, it's fake. Maybe they keep doing it, doing it, doing it. Like, oh, why can't, why can't they see it's fake? Yeah. Like, exposure <laughs> therapy. Keep doing it till you, till you can see it's fake. Because I like that. I think that that's interesting. There would have to be a, a you can, you can bend, you can bend something so far. At a certain, there's a, there's a flex point. There's, a, there's an allowance for that. There's an allowance to be pushed or bent in a, in a way. But everything has a breaking point where it would snap, you know, like a twig. You can bend it so far and then bend it too far, it's going to snap on you. I do wonder if they continue this ridiculousness that's so clear to us, kind of on the sidelines, we've, we've exited the... The arena of a lunacy. Maybe <laughs> they need more to exit. So yeah, maybe they need a couple more cycles back, you know? where they're being bent and bent. Their their free will, their 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 will, everything about them, their psyche, their every their behavior is like being bent. At the end, at the end, the people that haven't stepped on the sidelines are going to have the shock of their lives. They're not going to be able to. If it was to come round that it was going to be exposed, some people will just feel like overload. That it was all a farce, like that the ultimate, the ultimate. Or maybe reality? they'll just be ultimately. I think they're just like, oh, it's gone away. I think it's gone away. Oh, you're sick this season. It's just the cold and flu. I kind of am getting that feeling. That it could well be just keep on doing it till they just see. Yeah. Like separate the one, the other ones, and just go and do what. Do you know what I mean? That's why it might be. That's why it might be end times. It's more of just like a. You got till now to see it's all, all bullshit. Yeah. You, that, do you know what I mean? It feels to me, it feels like it is at breaking point. Everything in the world is kind of, since all the stuff that, and it, they keep over. They don't let it rest, do they? They kind of Ooh. keep something in the news that's kind of going on. Do you know, like Ukraine right. going off in the background, straight from COVID, and then we've had these little yes. Will Smith, these little other little bits just keep coming up. I'm kind of visualizing like a build up. Like, uh, like, a, like on a soundboard, like an audio mixer on a soundboard, like just dialing up, pushing up, yeah. you know, Something a certain story, a certain, okay, like. we need more disgust in the world. What should mm. we do? And they're like, okay, let's dial up the Amber Heard trial and talk about our pooping in the bed and go, you know? And everyone's like, oh, disgust, you know? And that's with everything. I feel like every news channel now, you can just see patterns of numbers in the background and stuff like they'll show a number six in the back. It's every time. Right. It's like it's coded. And even in like Netflix series and stuff, there are, you just see those three, six, nine, you know, the, those same numbers over and over. It's just everywhere. It's coded. Uh, you know, it's hard to see a, a headline about any sort of traumatic event without 33 being yeah. directly in Somewhere the headline. There, yeah. Like, Jesus, guys, come on, <laughs> work a little harder, work a little harder. It does it's, feel like whoever is projecting this unreality is lazy and unoriginal. Yeah, if, I feel like it's coded for somebody else. Well, it, it is, isn't it? You know, like it's coded for programming for us, but somebody else can also see that coding somewhere. Do you know what I mean? The, the people you think it's are putting turning out stuff on? There. You think it's like programming, switching on and off switches in our in our head and our brain? Yeah, it's doing has something. Yeah. And I think it's coding the level of any, like whatever kind of emotion it's taking from us. Like see a six, it might mean something else. See a nine, it might mean a different <gasps> kind of energy. Do you know, like... Yes. That's, I feel like that's letters what kind and of numbers. Is. Letters mm. and numbers have their own frequencies and their own energetic properties. And when we string those characters together, that forms 
multiple multiplications of energetic entities, you know, like it's not just a letter or a number on a page or on a screen. It's a powerful delivery device that we need to be aware of. Is it's everything is it does it does feel like every everything's just coded for those kind of emotions. That's where I'm kind of at with it. And you see it in everything. Yeah. Football, boxing, everything. It's always like I was watching one the other day, like as after a watch remember the Mike Tyson hoax. So I was like <laughs> digging for knowing everything just in his whole career. Have you oh. seen that video of the Mike Eating Tyson the ear. hoax? Yeah, oh, no, yeah, the, the, there's a video thing. called the Mike Tyson hoax. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I just remembered that video the other day, and I just thought I'm gonna look for some of his fake fights. You know, just like look for some highlights and stuff, and just like put up his. And one of them, his record was 33 wins and three losses and oh, wow. 29 knockouts. 9-11 right there. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's like and that was years ago. He's such a fascinating character too, you know. He does have so many interesting events around him with the, the biting of the ear. And Evander he come out and said, he said the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing was a hoax, didn't he? Mike Tyson. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. He said that? Said it was fake, staged. Mm, well, it sure was. I st- and then he I went on to oh. his... Uh, and then he did his own one on the plane. Yeah. He did his own one on the plane. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson. Yeah, he really re entered our uh, spheres, our, our spheres of, of cognition when he was in The Hangover, I think. I mm. think that that movie brought him back. Because he disappeared for. He was, I think he had some legal trouble. I, if I'm remembering correctly, he maybe had had like assault, some assault and battery stuff, and his reputation wasn't so. Sparkling clean, and he was kind of under the radar. Because he went a while. to jail for rape, didn't he? Okay, that's what it was. And that it was, was his rape, ritual. Yeah. That that's his right. That's what happened. You know what I mean? That's Kobe style. His, yeah, Kobe, Eddie, Kobe Bryant yeah, style. they all kind of get it, don't they? Like Mason yeah. Greenwood's getting it now. Talking that's about right. Mason Greenwood, the saying is getting off with it. No charges. Oh, no right charges. Up. You predicted that. Yeah, you predicted. Okay, remind too. everybody, Mason Greenwood. It's been a minute since we talked about him. Oh my god. So he was the footballer. He was like he's a, number thirty-three, right? Number 11. Okay, number 11. Just like the only other player for United who got done for the same thing and got Mm. away with it as well. That's right, that's right, that's right, okay. Yeah, so the he was a voice recording of his girlfriend, him, like, doing stuff to his girlfriend, come out, just a voice recording, some pictures of, like, bruised arms and bruised legs. You couldn't see her face and a bit of blood on her face, which looked like vampire blood as soon as I seen it. (sighs) Like like toy um, blood, yeah. Then her parents come out and said the phone got hacked and they was happy together and all this stuff. And then everyone just right, United took him off the the team sheet, took him off the website. They even took him off the FIFA computer game. They, yeah, they, they took yeah, it all. The, all the sponsors dropped him. Every, that's everyone, all the fans support. All, all the fans like, no, we can't ever play football again and all this stuff. Then there was rumors then that he might come back and then. It was like mm-hmm. split. It was like already because United are doing really bad. Yeah. And it was like split that. Like he, we know he's, a, yeah, they he, want him we know back. he's on the rape Everyone charge, deserves but... a second chance. Yeah, everyone <laughs> deserves a second chance. Let's give him yeah, a chance. It's like 50-50 that. And then now yeah. he's like, they say, so he's, he's bail is up this week and they're saying that he's going to have no charges. Uh, you predicted that, so good on you. And it's just in time for the World Cup. That's what. <gasps> so the, he might come arrest. back. He yeah, might come he back. Could be for the there World Cup. for the World Cup. He's this yes this year. I think it's in like November or something. So uh, it, save it, the day, he's Mason back just in time. Save Mason. the day, Mason. Yeah, Mason, and then they've got the Washington Green. What's it called? The Greenwood Masonic Center, and he's called Mason Ooh. Greenwood. <laughs> And then, like, he's number 11 and his birthday is the, the first of the 10th. Do you know, like, it's... 11. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all, he's all, he's in and he's going to come back. And he's gonna, the, the fans want him back. This is what's crazy. They want him back now all of a sudden. They don't care. Now there's rumours that... He, it, is he black and his girlfriend was white? Yeah, that, and it happened yeah. to be in Black History Month, didn't it, as well? And yeah. It like, the first day. The black and white checkerboard just popped into my mind because it's Masonic symbolism, black and white. And then I was like, I wonder, I wonder what their combo is in black and white. Not that, 
Masonic. It's, I don't know. Um, he it's will come back and he'll definitely be the best player on United and he'll be a hero at the World Cup. That's what I'm said it for ages. That's what's going to happen. And it is. Yes, if the charges are dropped, it, it's perfect positioning. And then think of the polarization of that little swirl. Yeah, there's still the de- be people like the demonized there. and lionized in the same in the same breath, essentially. The same. It's so inter- it's so interesting, and that's a lot of power. Polarity is-, is what powers everything. But speaking of black and white, black and white Masonic, panda bears have been having a little I bit know, of a... got a bit viral, haven't they? <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> another thing, another thing you called from from day one, from day one. Yeah, so there was a viral TikTok that was going around, and it was like, hey guys, have you ever heard that pandas might be fake? And then kind of. Did all your goes through like that basically Instagram basically, presentation basically yeah. <laughs> without crediting you without yeah. crediting you it basically stole all of your mm. rationales like oh isn't that weird have you guys ever heard that before and we're all screaming like yeah from Rambo <laughs> yes you had so many people tag you on that though you had so many people yeah, like, yeah. You know, like and send it to you and be like Rambo yeah. this is basically what you've been saying this whole time <laughs> so good on you good on you for a number early like early in. What's the latest or what's the weirdest new thing you've learned about panda bears? I, the, I think you've covered this, but someone reminded me recently that they're, they're only born female. All panda yeah, well, they bears. don't know the difference. You say, there's like, we say because the penis is so small, they don't know. Yeah. I need to Google this real quick. I watched a little thing on them. I don't even, now they're just all on me feet, so I'm all on the like, seeing those panda club posts on Instagram all the time and stuff. I seen one the other day, and it's like they can only have if they had two babies, then they lose one in the wild, so they just leave that one and take the strongest with them, and so they will only take one baby with them in the wild. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Am I? Am I? Am, I may have to um, have another look and see if there is anything new popping up. You know, like because not looked at them for a while. I'm, I'm convinced anyway. So I kind of like closed the book on that one. Pandas yeah. are fake. Exactly, <laughs> but now now you have to go with, go back at with fresh eyes, and yeah. like 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 you just said, um, I'm reading the five five interesting facts, and uh, a panda will abandon a child if she has twins. <laughs> she she'll just leave one. She'll pick one and leave one. Who knows? That sounds for a rare species. That's sounds like a interesting. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know if they're Liz Liz sent me a weird one the other day. Um, I've still not looked at it. It was called the chupacabra. Oh, the chupacabra. That's kind of... And it's like this vampire wolf or something. Yeah. Like. It's, a, a, it's a legendary creature of folklore and kind of like, I think it has a start in like Puerto Rico or something. But yeah, the chupacabra is supposedly this really wild beast-like... Uh, but anyway, it supposedly washes up on the washes up on the shore and nobody knows what it is. So they named it chupacabra. It literally means goat sucker. It was. She sent me this newspaper article of like the chupacabra. Was it the chupacabra or something? You know, I'd never heard of it before until the other day. But yeah. Oh, first attested in March 1995, the chupacabra. The name comes from the animal's reported vampirism. The chupacabra is said to attack and drink the blood of livestock, including goats. So it's like this wild animal, but like it hasn't been proven to have existed. It was just purported in 1995 and now there's an entire legend around it it's kind of interesting it's like kind a lot next monster and yeah yep 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 <laughs> oh that, have we ever talked about the Loch Ness monster before we should I feel like we, we need should to get, yeah I feel like we need to get Leo and Les on and just talk about the have a whole episode about the Loch Ness monster that's kind of one of the original conspiracies right or not even conspiracy yeah. but uh mythologies a, a, a city mythology or a, a place a mythology of place a creature-based uh, like It tracks people to the area. Yeah. And do you know what's really weird? What I think is weird, Al, like this is well off subject, but it's just... <laughs> Go for it. It's, there's this, at the minute, there's this viral chip shop in the UK. Everyone's going to it, queuing up to go there, driving miles to get there. And it's yeah. just a normal chip shop. That's just down there's nothing the road. special? They've there's nothing special about it? made it a meme. No. So they've made this like, song. it's called Bingley Mega Chip here. Binley, Binley, B-I-N-L-E-Y. Binley. Mega chippy. And it's like everyone's going there. People are driving. People are driving for miles to get there. A gift from God. 
Binley Mega Chibi owner basks in TikTok fame. I don't know why I'd say that, but it's just how easy they can make make just anything viral. They'll just make a chippy viral. It's like it might just be a test. It's like, what's this? Damn. Get everyone to go this chippy, you know, like. I love that. I love that thought because it does. They, there can be, we sometimes are unknowingly tested upon. And I think that you're absolutely right. Something that goes viral and gets us to go to a space may not necessarily be at all about the space or the place, but just a test. Someone to see asked if we me, didn't want to go. <gasps> and it's two, two hours, 20 minutes. Just for some chips, just for some do I, fries. Do I? Do they have really good ketchup? Go. <laughs> what do you eat? What do you eat on your chips? Because chips are French fries, like American version. Of yeah, just what chips, do you eat on but them? like the, I yeah, French. They're not thin though. They're just like they're like thick chips. I just usually have like curry sauce. Oh, curry sauce. See, we don't or do that. Curry, we don't a, do... a mix. Yeah, so we do like you can have like gravy or curry on them, or you get a fish and peas. Do you know, like fish chips and peas, right? And a curry sauce. So yep. like, that's usually what I would get. In America, we do ketchup. Ketchup yeah. on our fries. And when I was in Holland, we did mayonnaise. Mayonnaise on our French fries. Oh, talk about getting gluttonous, but it was so good. People are like, gross. Ooh, mayonnaise on your French fries. It's so good. And actually mix mayonnaise and ketchup together. Oh, it's, it's too good. It is too, can't too, mix, too good. Can't mix sauces. <laughs> oh, you're one of those. You can't. <laughs> yeah. So everything on your plate, do you, does everything, does Separate. nothing on your plate? Yeah. Oh, boy. I like a goulash. <laughs> I like to get everything on the plate, have it all mixed up, get some get some mixed boundaries in there. I like a lot of, I like a lot of uh, commingling of my foods and flavors in my sauces. <laughs> but I, I think it's so interesting about the human brain. Because you're kind of one or the other. You actually have like a really strong preference and that drives all of your behaviors around eating and how you eat, how you move your fork, how you, everything, every decision that you make and every action that you do around eating is either in the pursuit of keeping the foods separated. And you'll see this in high, high, high intensity with some kids, you know, like they can't have any, like any crossover and they go nuts, you know, and, and then some people don't. Some people have almost a, not, I wouldn't say the total opposite, but almost a desire to get things together, you know, to do to, uh, 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 an inkling, uh, um, a, um, a, a precognition to, to do the opposite of what is, a, 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 for whatever reason, that drives this crowd and whatever reason that drives the other crowd. Isn't that funny how we like have these tiny little preferences? It's like a switch. Uh, I'm just what about left-handed, right? I'm left-handed. Ooh. Oh, you're left-handed? I yeah. feel like I knew that. I feel like I knew that about you. Left-handed, doesn't let his, his food stuffs touch. I'm right-handed. My food's all over the plate, all over my face and outfit. <laughs> I always think it's weird. Like some people are left-handed but right-footed and stuff like that. I'm just like left-handed, left-footed. It's weird how it just, I'm left-footed. Everything's I'm, left and I can do many sports left and right. Um, and if I used to do tum uh, like some tumbling stuff and I always, am a, yeah, I'm a left dominant. And I'm left dominant in many, 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 many things except for writing, except for my hand, my penmanship. Yeah, that's interesting. So I write really, really weird. So I got like this and I get all the ink all over me every time. Yes, that is a struggle of left-handedness is you, is the, it's, there's no good way to hold your hand without getting all of, you have to kind of like, you have to kind of yeah, like so cripple yourself yeah, to so write like, without. I like round it like. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, it is interesting. And they say that whatever you're strongest with, with writing, whatever your, your dominant hand is with writing is high, highly, 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 highly affects how your brain is wired as well. You know, just, there's so many things about these practices they make us do. Like, what if we never had to, what if we never had to choose to, if we never had to write, would we, you know, well, I guess we do lots of things with those hands, but I don't know. Like, if writing weren't part of the equation, would you naturally just be more ambidextrous, like a child kind of switches back and forth, you know? But if you were never forced to do that one thing called penmanship, that really forced you your focus. Can you learn the other one though? Do you think as an adult now, you can learn to be the oh, other hand? I don't think you, know, you can because I've tried really and can. tried and I, tried. I, I think, yeah, I don't really, I think it would be almost as difficult to do naturally as learning another language, you know? Like you could probably practice a lot, but it's not going to be easy. Even if you get better at it and maybe one day get good at it, it's not going to be like an easy thing. You're going to have to like... Do it 
really, really, really with a lot of purpose and focus versus I could just pick up the pen and like do do with my, with my dominant hand. Yeah. As an adult, it's harder and harder to, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I think there's something to that. But as an old dog over here, I am learning all sorts of new things all, all the time. So I would have to, I would have to oppose, I would have to object to that notion. I think that we can rewire our, our, at least our way of thinking. Maybe not our maybe not our right or left yeah. hand on how we write, but I think we yeah, can like rewire. It is weird, isn't it? It is a weird one. Like I could not now like kick a football with my right foot, not at all. It's <laughs> yeah. Just, can't do it. It's almost like we're rendered Yeah, it's almost like a different person's doing it. It's like I know I can kick a football. Yeah, it's, but it's the like person the no person control. on my right on my right side, <laughs> they don't know shit. They're a horrible soccer player, whoever's running that side, you know? <laughs> Oh, well, this is a good one. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep our eye out and see what comes yeah. next. And <laughs> Will do. All right, talk soon. Take care.